0: Welcome to episode four of the new and improved Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And this week we are continuing our series on the Disney Wish, talking about all things entertainment, from the shows to the movies to the games that you can play, tastings and all kinds of things that you can do on board the ship. We will be getting into all of it. Uh, But first... Ladies, we were talking about this before we started recording, but just for those of you who are listening now, we're sort of pre-recording episodes, um, so by the time you hear this, hopefully it will not be the case anymore, but in the meantime, I'm dying, it is so hot here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's hot here too, it's always hot here though, so that's nothing new.
2: It's still going to be hot here when they re- when they hear this, so. Yeah.
0: yeah, we are on day eight here in New England of a heat wave uh, with a heat index over 100 degrees every day um now we it does routinely get hot like people think it doesn't really get hot in new england it does it just doesn't normally do it for eight days straight <laughs> like usually we'll get like you know one or two 100 degree plus days a month or something like you know like it'll you know it's nothing completely crazy this is eight straight. i want to melt into the floor <laughs> i don't do heat i don't like heat i don't like being warm I have friends who are like lizards, like they just want to lay in the sun and soak it all up. I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> like, this... I literally had the air conditioner going almost until we, I hit record today because I need it for every single second.
2: <laughs> yeah. See, this is what is foreign to me about living in New England is that you don't have air conditioner like going all year long
0: (laughs) and you have no, we we don't have have central air. Yeah. I mean, newer construction homes do have central air, but if you live in like an older home, like, you know, my home was built in the 1950s. My home before that was built in 1918. Um, We, you know, we have radiators. We don't have forced air. Like there's no, there's nowhere to put central air.
2: I know that just, I, because we have, we have the air going a lot because, you know, central air, because it's so hot and humid here all the time. Right. So, yeah, it's uh, and I remember you have said over the years, oh, I got to get Sean to put in the AC. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, it's win- just
0: window ACs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, we have we my, we have a bonus room um, up above our garage. And that's where my husband's uh, office is. And we have a window, but it is a dome shape. And with HOA, we're not allowed to do that or put, you know, put a, win- a window unit on the front. So we have like a Standing AC that goes that vents into our attic and it works just fine for his office. Right, okay. same basic concept. You know, it's just a I've one seen things. Yes, yeah. But it, we do have central AC up there, and I would be fine up there if that was my office. But he's more hot-natured than me, so <laughs> he has to have, <laughs> have the, the
0: extra AC. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. But it's uh, it's also hot in Los Angeles today, so Heather and I are. But by the way, neither Heather nor I like heat. I <laughs> hate
1: okay, I am very much meant for the arctic circle. I yeah. hate this weather. But but I will say, I said that like I was excited about this. This is not exciting to me. This is not as hot as it gets. Like we always have hot summers. It's what, what did I tell you? It was 86 at 9:30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um it's probably going up to about 96 today, like just actual temperature, not heat index because it is humid here now, which it normally isn't. Um but this is not as hot as we get, like our hottest season is September and October, where it will regularly get between 100 and 120 at my house for Ugh. weeks at a time. Mm-mm. So like, no. this is awful. And it only goes downhill from here. No. <laughs> but Mm-mm. but if you're all looking for a place to get away from cold fall weather, you come to LA. That's where <laughs> <like> the heat <laughs> and the sunshine is. <laughs> Ugh, I want the, like, I'm so ready for,
0: I want pumpkins and sweaters and hot cocoa. Well, no. I, had, I had hot cocoa yesterday, let's be clear. But like, I want, you know, like I want the, I want the, the leaves to start dirt. Like I want, like, please, let me just fast forward to all of that.
1: I want to permanently live in fall. Not yes. That's my happy spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweaters, but not like too cold, just like a light sweater, yeah. jeans. Six, high 60s. You know? Yeah, low 70s, you know, Sunny. Perfect. I'll even take it gloomy sometimes. Sometimes you want that gloomy weather. That's sure. all I want.
0: Well, you want an excuse to sort of curl up in front of the fireplace, you know. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I get like 3 days of those out of the year. <laughs> hmm.
0: <laughs> all right. So, this week in our hot take, uh there have been lots of rumors and speculation going on about the Disney dining plan. What is happening with it? Is it coming back? Is it going away? Is the price increasing? Um, Why do the current food and wine festival signs have icons for what you can use your snack credits for when there is no dining plan right now? So that is what we're going to be talking about on today's hot take. What do you ladies think? Is it coming back?
1: Um, My first response to that is why does the food and wine festival not have any of their special events back? That's what I want to see. I don't yeah. care about <laughs> the dining plan. That's a different hot <laughs> day. I've been waiting patiently for three years, and they are not bringing them back, and I am not happy about it. Do I? Yes, the dining plan will come back. When? I have no idea, but it, it made Disney too much money for it to never exist again. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I also think it will come back. Don't know when. I was surprised that they did not announce it when they announced the 2023 packages were available.
0: Me too. Yeah. Um,
2: you know, some rumor has it that they just don't have the staff to do it or the cast members to do it. Um, I don't know if that's true or I have I think no that idea. It might have
0: been true sort of earlier in the pandemic, but I feel yeah. like they're getting close to.
2: I don't know. They certainly, I believe that they need it back because it makes them a lot of money. It makes us more money, but it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why it's not back. People people want it. And while I personally stopped getting it a long time ago, people love it and people can really utilize it to save them some money. So I don't know why it's not back yet.
0: Hmm. Well, so let's get into that. Like what do you think do you think it when it does come back, will it come back with changes?
1: Are oh and t- use this
0: opportunity to tweak it. And if yeah, so, I wonder-
1: Are we going to have like the four plans that we still had, or is it just going to be one plan? Is Mm -hmm. it going to go back to the basic two plans that they're using? Can we go back? Can
0: we get back to the deluxe dining plan? Does anybody remember the deluxe dining plan? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and like back in the day, the platinum
0: plan. Mm -hmm. I would love for them to bring back a really like a more all inclusive option, personally.
2: Right, and and so just to. for anybody who doesn't know those plans were not just a dining plan that was a whole way to change your package and Mm -hmm. it included so much more than just dining so yeah
0: yeah tickets uh, to Cirque du Soleil could be included yeah Yeah, I mean there was all kinds of things you could do with uh, the platinum yeah
2: yeah um but yeah it was it was definitely all-inclusive I don't understand why it really doesn't include breakfast just like the quick service plan will uh, include two meals a day or the regular dining plan will include two meals, one quick service and one sit down. Um, I do wish it included breakfast for sure. And that we've talked about, you know, them removing some of the benefits of staying on site and the dining plan was definitely a benefit for staying on site. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just harder and harder to justify it. So the fact that you can only get the dining plan if you're staying on site, that's, that's huge.
0: Yeah. And I'm a package girl. Like, I'm one of those people. Like, I, it's why, it's partly why I like cruising, right? I just like to know ahead of time this is what I've paid for my vacation. This is everything that's included. I don't have to pull my wallet out every two seconds. Like, I just love the convenience of it and the ease of it. Do I necessarily think it's always a money saver? Not necessarily, but the value for me lies in the convenience of it. True.
1: Yeah. yeah. I liked knowing, um, you know how much i'm going to be spending while i'm there i can budget better i'm not getting this huge surprise where i go and i'm thinking i'm spending a thousand dollars on food but really it winds up being 2500 i liked that i missed the real like the original og Mm -hmm. dining plans the og
0: dining plans, when like
1: appetizers were included (gasps) oh remember back in the day right like (laughs) i don't
2: know i'm curious though Well, even before that, there was a dining plan that that's what we used on our honeymoon, how we got the spa treatments and stuff like that. So it was Mm -hmm. not it was a dining plan, but it was
1: interchangeable with other things. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't. That would be cool to have. I don't know. I just feel like I know I love the dining plan. I like to sell it. I like to use it when I you know, before I had DVC, I think it's a really great value. Sarah, like you said, sometimes it saves you money. Sometimes it doesn't. But it's just kind of the ease of mm-hmm. everything. Um, I wonder if they're going to make it more like Disneyland Paris dining plans. Um, because you're not saving money on the, the meal plans in Disneyland Paris. Um,
0: are basically paying.
1: Yeah. You're just prepaying, but you, there's, you have a choice of three. You can have just breakfast. You can have breakfast and one other meal, or you can have breakfast and two other meals. Um, and it's up to you where you want to use those credits when you want to use those credits. Um, but it's a little bit more, I don't know, I, I think more all inclusive, especially yeah. because you you also get like, if you're doing a dining plan in Paris, like it's off of a pre fee menu, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on the plan you have is the menu that you choose from. And so you get an appetizer, entree and dessert, and you yeah. had your breakfast or, or whatever. So
0: All right, now let's get into the more hot takey aspect of things. Um, and I'm just going to sit back and let the two of you go. I know what, what you're going to say. What, what do ahead. we hate about the dining We hate
1: free plan? dining. We hate it. We <laughs> it. Let's, let's be clear. I think the dining plan is fantastic. I do not like free dining, nor will I ever like free dining because <laughs> people are jerks and they are not nice to us during free dining. Ever. Period. The end. Not yeah. only am I losing a lot of money, I'm being yelled at repeatedly. Like, to the point of tears some year. I'm not exaggerating at all. Every,
0: people... let, let's be clear. Every single one of us has been driven to tears by free dining at some point. Yeah. Often by, more than
1: once. Yeah, and It's just like, oh, gosh. The the headache of this promotion and how Disney doesn't clarify what the promotion actually is. and And everybody feels so entitled to it. And they're just so mean. Yeah. So mean. So I, like, just... If it ever comes back and there's free dining and you book your trips with me, please remember I'm on your team. I'm on your team. I want you to have it. I want you to have it. I am working very, very hard for you while I am losing lots of lots of money. Please don't yell at me. Please.
2: (laughs) Well, so Disney will, they, first of all, they don't, do not really give us a heads up when free dining is coming out or any promotion. Mm -hmm. They just, you just.
0: Wake up one morning and your day is already ruined. Right. Um. But
2: second of all, they have limited more and more every single year. They have limited the dates. So if free dining starts on October 8th and your trip starts on October 7th, you're not getting free dining Um, without all sorts of changes that you're not going to like. Because that means you have to do a one night stay and you can't go to the parks that day and you don't get your dining. And it's such a pain. and.
1: They and will never mind get. even dates, hotels, sometimes yep. not even hotels, room categories within the hotels yep. Yep. are yep. not included. So the, everybody sees this big, bright, oh, free dinings during my trip, but that doesn't mean you necessarily get it. And Disney doesn't advertise that. And then I have to be the bearer right. of the bad news. And nobody likes that And person. so free dining, let's let's
2: use Caribbean Beach, for example. Free dining will only be available at Caribbean Beach in the pirate groups. Nobody wants to stay in the pirate rooms. That's why they give you the free dining there. So,
1: <laughs> um, well, at least now they got rid of the pirate rooms for 2023. So,
2: yeah, now yeah, they're just yeah. back
1: to being standard rooms.
2: Yeah, but still, that's don't 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 book at Caribbean Beach and book a standard room, book preferred. But that's because they're so far away, and the pirate rooms had uh, full size beds and not queen beds. So yeah. that was another thing. But you know, they, they have just limited it so much. And we cannot tell you until we are physically sitting there looking at it or waiting on hold for forever uh, because sometimes we can't pull it up online. So it's just it's good for people who can save money, but it is such a hard promotion to deal with.
0: Mm-hmm. and
2: just because your sister got it doesn't mean you're going to get it or or something yeah. like that so there are
0: so there are so many limitations on it so yeah. many
2: and it's not and even it's not necessarily always the best dqi deal, best deal. <laughs> if especially if they do a room only offer at the same time which they always have in the past you're going to get if you just do a room offer with dining plan added on especially in the deluxe resorts a lot of times it's better I mean, I've had clients pay more money because they demand free dining. They, like, it's, it, it's got the word free, <laughs> and I'll I'm say. like, it's not. But it's not the best deal. You can save six hundred dollars if you do it this way, but it's not nope. free dining. Yeah, but dining is in there. Doesn't yep. and uh, hey, doesn't matter. They pay more money, but nope. uh, you know, I've argued with people. You're not getting the best deal. Yep. They don't care. They hear free. Yep.
1: Yep. So, so like we yes, said we do so like yes, the dining, dining. plan. <laughs> well, yes, here's dining. my qu- I have um, I have a new question. Do we think Disney will bring back free dining at some point? Like they only discount when they need to. Like if you've noticed, there haven't been any discounts released really for the fall yet. There's been mm-hmm. you know, uh, Florida residents. There's Visa. been Disney Visa, but there hasn't been like the big. Ooh, special offer. Here's fall into savings. That hasn't happened yet this year because their hotels are sold out. They're sold out. It's crazy. It's so expensive and it's so much work to go to Disney, but every hotel on property is booked. Like if you're trying to book now for October, which oh, traditionally it. is free dining time, you maybe have your choice of two rooms, two rooms, would Not two like hotels all-star or an all star. Yeah, exactly, and even yeah. within them, like it's you know maybe three rooms left, only one room category. So, do you think that free dining even becomes a thing in the? I really future? hope it goes
0: the way of the dodo. Like
1: me too. I really? mean, bring back Dang. the dodo. Get rid of free dining. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I'm hoping that you know. Look, the pandemic has has done us dirty in a lot of different ways. One way that it, it, it could really redeem itself with me is if it meant the death of free dining.
1: <laughs> here here. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah. I mean, I know people love it. It's everybody loves a discount. I can't argue with the people who get excited about it. It's just what a headache and it's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. And really people ha- the last that
0: last year that they had it. People really began to behave
1: <laughs> badly. I feel like I had clients that were behaving badly for years before that, but because yeah. that last year it was so limited. Yeah. Whew, yeah. Talk I mean, about we talked getting your manners.
2: We talked what two weeks ago about the b- bad behavior in the parks and stuff.
0: The, the fighting in the parks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There was another big fight in Disneyland.
1: And oh, tell me the, all about it. The I behavior, missed it.
2: But the behavior of people who just are entitled to everything or feel entitled to everything is just out of control and I feel like free dining is not going to be good for us as travel agents, the call center, um when clients who book on their own are trying to get it. Um yeah, what were the whole
0: just, time I mean we had people that literally held for eight plus hours last time yeah. only to get disconnected. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Oh, been there, done
0: that. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, well, that's our hot take on the dining plan. What do you think of the dining plan? Email us at info at com or join our Facebook group and share your thoughts there with our other listeners. Um, Are you hoping it comes back? Are you hoping you never see it again? Do you use it? Do you not use it? And can we all just agree that free dining needs to never return? (laughs) Uh, Coming up next, entertainment on board the Disney Wish. All right, Heather. I want to know and now I know I let me preface this by saying Heather was on a preview cruise of the Disney wish so this was prior to the official inaugural sailing this was a hosted cruise um so not everything was as it will be for regular sailing guests
1: correct in fact we only had one show which is the welcome show um I want to call it say it's called seize the day um but I could be making that up in my head. It sounds really good, though. Um, so we only had one of the the Broadway type shows available, um, and we had you know a handful of different activities throughout the ship each day. But again, it wasn't up to full sailing capacity. What you're all going to see, and to the best of my knowledge at the time of recording this, only the second show has since debuted on the Wish. The third one still isn't ready.
0: That sounds right. I think there's only two right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I mean, listen, it was delayed. Nobody was prepared for this.
0: It's it Seize is, the Adventure, by the way, is the name of this.
1: I knew it was something with Seize. Seize, very cute.
0: S-E-A-S, seize very, the Adventure.
1: Very, very cute.
0: Yep. But theoretically, the three shows will be Aladdin, uh, Disney The Little Mermaid, and Disney Seize the Adventure once um, they all get up and running.
1: Let's hope that soon. I mean, I know that they have their big rehearsal area up in Toronto where they do the rehearsals, but I think it might also not necessarily be with the cast, but with the mechanisms on board the ship. They mm-hmm. just haven't had time to, you know, make sure all the props and the, the things are rotating and coming in and out and and everything is working correctly because you know, they didn't have a ship up until a month ago, so.
0: Yeah. So tell me about the Walt Disney Theater, which is the main large theater where the shows take place, um, because it's a pretty different look from the the other ships, right?
1: Yeah, it's actually really uh, pretty. Um, it's two levels. Um, the upper level is really, really small, though, and it's really high up there. It's a big theater. It's, you know, I would say it's relatively close to... Um, to Broadway size. It's, it's really big. Um, you know, of course they have the, I'm pulling up my pictures of it. It's <laughs> you're meant to look like you're in a, um, like a, a woodland forest kind yep. of. So you have um like little cutouts of trees up on the ceiling and um it's, it's very majestic looking actually. It's got like blues and everything's blues and gold on this ship, but it's very bright and airy. Um, and they the performers utilize a lot of that space so they're coming through the aisles they're using the theater as an extension of the stage which is I really am a nice
0: sucker for a performer to come out like into the aisles or through the like
1: it's a lot of fun you know I just yeah. kind of it brings a new energy you're not just sitting there anymore now you are part of the show yeah. um, like if anybody's
0: ever seen the lion king on broadway mm-hmm I was losing my mind.
1: <laughs> or, or like yeah, Finding Nemo the Musical
2: at yep. Animal Kingdom or yep. Tangled on the Magic. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, I like that this theater has a bunch of box seats. Um, I couldn't figure out how to sit in them and they were all closed off. I, they may have been you know, reserved for VIPs or whatnot on my sailing. Um, but I always like sitting in box seats because you feel fancy. Um, but <laughs> you every you <laughs> like anything else that's your fancy. But I, I, I had started originally, I wound up sitting in like the, the second or third row off to the side and had a fantastic view. But I walked in originally up on the upper level because I wanted to check out what the view was like up there. You're up really high. It's very steep. Um, so if you are super afraid of heights, this might not be for you. But I wouldn't say it was so uncomfortable that I... You know, thought that I should be nervous about it. Sarah, you might you might be uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because it's it's sort of like
0: that on I think the fantasy, um, or it's this it's pitched steep like the yes, seats are like, pitched, exactly. pr- and so it almost feels like if you lean too far, <laughs> yeah, you're
1: you're going right over. That's how it felt. I personally like, which is the know, same I, in Broadway theaters, by the way. It's you know, if you're up, way up there, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, it's also a very good view, so I wouldn't like if you feel like you're going to come in late and the only thing that's available is the upper level like you're not going to have a bad view of it it's really yeah. nice
0: don't see so, the show no.
1: yeah just because um so the theater itself you don't know, have that fresh new theater feel Every, like everything was shiny the chairs are really comfy and cozy the carpet was brand new and then we get into seize the adventure and you know look disney's not right in they're, they're not making, they're not going to be winning like Tony awards for these musicals. It's not what they're here for. They're, they're not the best things that you've ever seen. You're not going to go home and be, oh my gosh, you should see this musical on the Disney. That's not what they're there for. They're there to entertain you. And that's what they did. It was a fun, cute, typical Disney Cruise Line welcome show, right? One of the characters—I mean, I don't know—I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to give spoilers for Sharla. But like, one of the characters comes out, things go awry, other Disney characters come to help them fix it. We all live happily ever after. Right? Like, that's the formula for a Disney welcome show.
2: There's that's the, the formula thing. for pretty much all of their... Every Disney stage show. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> so, the formula for fireworks. That's the formula <laughs> <yeah>. for, <laughs> for, you know, it's So, you know, look, it's not, oh, we mind, it. not mind-blowing yeah. theater, but it certainly was a lot of fun. I got myself a popcorn from the little uh, box office right out front, and I sat and I watched my show. I liked it that there were um, characters that you don't normally see in a lot of Disney stuff. I think there's a part that Sarah is going to be really excited about. Mm. Um, But again, it like, it was fun. It was fine. It is not mind blowing. Like you're just, you're going to go, you're going to watch it. You're going to go to dinner. You know, you're going to have a good evening, but it's not like the best thing that you've ever seen. Um, I know that they had opened up a preview rehearsal of the little mermaid. I didn't go see it. I was doing other things. um, And people said it was really good. I, it was not interesting to me because I had seen Little Mermaid on Broadway like back in the day, like for the five minutes it was on Broadway. And I was like, oh, OK, fine. Um, but everybody that saw it seemed to really like it. So I'm curious to see what they tweaked from that sailing yeah. onwards.
2: I saw that yeah. show in uh, on a Tory production and I, I am interested also in what they do that's different on the ship versus what the Broadway style show
0: was. Yeah. So, I'm always um, just so impressed about shows on ships just because you're on a ship. <laughs> like, yeah. so like what happens if you're in rough doing scenes? like aerial things and all kinds of really cool tech stuff that are difficult to pull off on land. But when you mm-hmm. add the fact that, you know, look, there are some nights where that ship is really rocking and rolling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, It's yeah. really impressive.
2: Yeah, for sure. We were on um, just to get you. People who've never been on a cruise ship before and don't realize the size. I was on a Royal Caribbean ship, and they had a sh- they they were doing a show about a, um, a another ship. It was Columbus the musical. It's a fantastic show, but that ship that's on that stage is only three feet shorter than Columbus's actual ships were. So they can fit <laughs> an entire ship oh that God. used to sail across the ocean from Spain. To the Caribbean on a sh- on a stage. Oh my gosh, gosh.
0: that's insane. That's that's, the that's nuts.
2: <laughs> yeah. So just I mean, this the scope of these things are massive. Yeah.
0: And so just for people who, if you again, if you haven't sailed before, the way the shows work is if you have early dining, you see your show after dinner, and if you have late dining, you see your show before dinner. So there are two showings every night. If you're not planning on eating in the dining room, take a pick. Right.
2: Yeah, and you don't have to. That one thing about Disney that's better than other cruise lines is you don't have to make a reservation for the show. You just right. go,
0: just walk in. Yep. Right. Um, all right. So that takes care of the main Walt Disney Theater. Uh, what about there is typically a? Is there a movie theater on board?
1: No, there are two movie theaters what? on board for your viewing pleasure. I don't go in them because I don't watch movies at home. I'm certainly not going to take my time we love
0: on a anyway. cruise
1: to go sit for two hours in a theater. But I, what I really liked is that the, the theaters are on the same deck, just on opposite sides of the deck. And you have the... Neverland theater and the Wonderland theater. So one is themed so after cute. Peter Pan and one is themed after Alice in yep. Wonderland. Take your guess as to which one I prefer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I went and I took a bunch of pictures. So they're, they're a little smaller than on the other ships because there's two of them. Yep. So combined, it actually winds up making more theater space. Um, but they have the cute little murals out front, like welcoming you to each theater. But what I liked is that with two screens they could offer more movies. So and if you're you're unaware if Disney is premiering a movie on land out in the real world, they will premiere it on their cruise ships. So movies are always free on Disney Cruise Line at least as of right now. So you can go see a brand new movie for completely free whereas at home if you live by me you're paying 20 bucks a person. So yeah, right. If there is a movie that you really wanted to see, like the new Thor movie was playing when I was on this cruise because it had just come out on land and they were playing that basically around the clock in one of the theaters and then in the other theaters they would do, you know, classic Disney movies. Sometimes they would have Toy Story playing, but there's always on your Daily Navigator app, um, you know, a schedule of what's playing, but... I think Thor was playing every two hours, 24 (laughs) hours a day, just constantly. And at one point I was like, should I go in and just watch this? Cause I'm not going to watch it at home. But then I was like, no, I have too much to do and see in three days to sit down and watch a movie. So um, I like that there's two because between those two and then the funnel vision I was just going to say, but there's a third place to see movies. Yes. So there is also the funnel vision that is on every single Disney cruise line ship um, where, you know, they play different movies, uh, animated classics, sometimes live action. Uh, So it's around the family pool. It's also the backside of the funnel suite, which is amazing that you can't hear the movies going on. But all day, there's movies playing up there. So while you're swimming or relaxing, you can get some of your Disney classics in, too.
0: Please, please tell me that they're still doing Jack-Jack's Diaper Dash.
1: <laughs> I did not see it on the <clears throat> schedule. However, oh. again... I'm going to have to look up Navigators
0: because it is my favorite thing to watch.
1: <laughs> this was a preview cruise. Remember, there there were children on board, but it was not... There really weren't that many children. It was for media uh, uh, and travel agents.
0: infants to run it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, you know, there were... It was definitely not, this was not the demographic to have Jack Jack's diaper dash, um, but I, again, I don't know. They. I feel like they, they are still doing character meet and greets. They are still socially distanced, at least as of this moment. Um, so you have, you know, tons of princesses and Mickey and Minnie and the Fab Five and everybody's there, um, you know, to go and meet. They will have the full slate of adults entertainment. So, you know, Beverage packages. We actually just had a guest post today go up on the blog about the different dining or, um, I'm sorry, uh, beverage tastings, whether it's mixology or wine tasting or whatever it may be. Um, those are always a lot of fun, um, especially if you really appreciate a certain spirit or if you're really into wine, um, because it's not just about sitting and drinking, it's about learning about the different um spirits or whatever um and you have a sommelier come and teach you about the differences so it's it's educational also thank you disney um (laughs) let's see what else did they have um you know in the evenings they have a ton of live performances so even if you didn't want to go to the shows if you just wanted to sit in one of the lounges and listen to live music there was always somebody playing somewhere which i thought was really nice um had a whole thing I just wanted to say and my mind went blank.
0: (laughs) What about in-room entertainment? Um, So I know on other ships you have basically the entire catalog of Disney movies at your fingertips. Uh, Is that still the case?
1: It sure is because I definitely sat in my room and packed watching Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That was a happy 20 minutes.
2: (laughs) I want you to know that I saw that movie on my honeymoon in the theater, the movie theater on the Disney Wonder. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh no, well, now it's in an <laughs> in-room entertainment, and so I had a glass of wine and was packing my suitcase, watching That's it because I love that better. movie. Not movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there is the full, um, the full catalog, but I like how they they did it on this ship. Is that they break it down by category, so they have, um, you know. Nature documentaries, because don't forget, Disney does a lot, a lot of those from, you know, the True Life Adventures on up to their Disney nature films. But they also now have Nat Geo. So some of the Nat Geo content is on there. Um, they'll break it down by live action movies, Disney animation. So there's so much to choose from that if you really want to do nothing with your time but lay in bed and watch TV, you absolutely can. Okay.
0: Let's talk about character meet and greets uh, on board the ship, because that's a big thing you know, very popular activity with families. Um, do you have to book them in advance? Like, what's, what's the sitch?
1: No, uh, they're all going to be listed on your Navigator app. So, you know, at any given time, you can pull up the schedule and flip through it, and it'll list who is going to be meeting, where on the ship that they will be, and what time. And then you just kind of go to that area and line up. Sometimes there was a huge line waiting to meet that particular character. Other times nobody was there and the character was just like chatting with people as they walked by. I think I had skipped um, I had skipped the uh, Little Mermaid rehearsal and I was sitting on one of the levels of the lobbies and I was watching Rapunzel just kind of hang out by herself and like talk to cast members as they were walking by because there was nobody there to to interact with her and she just hung out the whole time, stayed in character, and then she went on her way. So you're going to see a lot of them. I'm, I'm presuming will probably be a lot more as time goes on and the ship fills and it, mm-hmm. it's not just a preview. But I saw a ton of princesses. Captain Mickey, Captain Minnie, Daisy was out on Pirate Night, Goofy's around. Um, I know that they have the big princess fairy tale gathering that's that, the royal gathering, and so that does need to be booked. That you do, ha, you do, you yeah. do have to do that in advance. They did not have that on my sailing, so I couldn't experience it because, again, not really the audience for it. Um, but I have a lot of clients that have been sailing in the past month, and they all are like, "That's the thing that it's almost as like hard to
0: get as a cabana." Which yep. yeah, it's been so, think, it's been sold out since like as long as I've been able to book it. Yeah,
1: I think that's really funny. Thank goodness I don't have children that I have to do that because. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of work to go meet a princess. I mean, The
0: other thing that I noticed on our so, cruise coming up is, and I want to know if you h- saw this at all, or it's Olaf's Royal Picnic.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. No, we didn't have that, but I have heard of it. I know of it. I have people that want to do it, but it's kind of like, um, oh gosh, the, the only thing that pops into my head of what it we can compare it to is remember at the, like the Grand Floridian, when they were doing my perfectly princess tea, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's basically like that, but with Frozen. Cute. So, like, you know, it's for, like, families, specifically for little ones, and you go Yeah, it's so specifically Olaf, for ages and, 3
0: to 12. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, we, we didn't have it, so It's $220 know.
0: per Ooh. child. Mm-mm.
1: I will tell you that the Olaf animatronic that they have on this thing is so cute that I wanted to run up and give him a hug, so I would pay $220 <laughs> if they let Okay, him. all right. Well, I will go
2: meet a character all day any day so yep.
1: it love doesn't matter it.
2: if i i don't know i just love it so i will go to this royal princess thing if i can but my daughter is also of the age that if we get it we get it if we don't we don't so but i'm if i can go i'm gonna go <laughs> that's,
0: yeah. how I, that's how i am <laughs> and if nora doesn't want to go well then i'll go <laughs> yeah, absolutely so um i
2: it's it's part that's part of the Disney experience or you guys have been with me on other cruise lines when I've been like, Oh, there's a character I'm going. And I just take off and go meet this character. So I'm a sucker for Accurate. a character. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, where did she go?
0: Oh,
1: she went. over here to meet <laughs> okay.
0: That's, that's me. And she will cry if it's Mickey Mouse every time.
1: I mean, what I like is Q, um, but on a ship, you know, the characters have to get around. So it's not unusual to just be existing somewhere on the ship and there goes Mickey walking by I've been yep. in elevators mm-hmm. with Mickey Mouse sometimes and like so there's an element of magic that doesn't ex- it exists at Disneyland it doesn't exist at Disney World because mm-hmm. they have the utilidors to get around uh, but there's an element of magic on the ship where at any given time you can see a character uh, when you're least expecting it yeah
0: I agree. Yeah. I, it's actually one of my favorite parts about the Disney Cruise is it, yeah. the characters. They just feel so much more integrated into the life of the ship.
2: Uh-huh. You know? I had I had a fantastic character meet with Captain Hook outside the kids club one day. He was in the in the kids club doing a thing and was leaving the kids club and saw me and Nora was like Nora was with us and she was a lot younger. But we had this whole thing and it it was so magical. I don't even like Captain Hook that much, but it was one of the best overall character experiences I've ever had, you know? It was
0: just a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All
1: right, what else? Are we missing anything? Yes, Jack Sparrow still comes. He is not the focus. Characters are not the focus. We have a band of pirates that are singing and dancing and playing instruments. Um, In fact, one of the piano players from Down in the Lounge transforms and she becomes you know a member of the pirate band but it's all um like favorite rock songs from 70s 80s and 90s and it just it seems very strange to be singing these songs um you know from Queen and Led Zeppelin and, and all of like, there was a Bon Jovi song, like all of these things that you would think wouldn't go well with Disney, but yet somehow become, oh, there was even a Jonas Brothers song on there, which was fun. Um, like, so it, it's just, it brings such a good energy to the show. It still ends with Captain Jack. It still ends with the fireworks. But then after the show, people actually stay up on deck and continue dancing as opposed to with the pirates in the Caribbean party. Every time I ever went, people watched the fireworks left and went to bed. And this just brought such good energy. Everybody was dancing, everybody was singing and they kind of just carried it on through the next 20 or 30 minutes up on deck. And it was almost like a different cruise line. You know, like like when we went on Virgin Voyages where everybody was just dancing around and it was a party and it was fun that's what this was like um and that's not an energy that I've ever felt on a Disney cruise before Hmm. so I thought that was really cool um I don't know if that has to do with just the music and everybody being amped up or the fact that there's nowhere else to dance on the ship I don't know Um, but (laughs) I just just so desperate to get their girl on please let us just have some fun but I what I just thought it was what a great update to a classic show it still has elements that we all loved that kind of set Disney apart uh, but at the same time it was just it was a totally new vibe and I think it's a vibe that's very welcome oh, that's awesome. still fireworks though right still fireworks
2: gotta love it um I have a very important question about entertainment that we
1: have not talked about yet oh what? Well, bingo <gasps> they didn't have bingo on my cruise now I don't know if that means that they won't have it um I have got to believe they will have bingo. (laughs) I used to love bingo on the Disney cruises. I I mean, people need to get their gamble on, right? Disney doesn't have a casino like other cruise lines do. They use that space for the kids club. So, you know, you got to give the adults something. To have a little bit of fun with. And that's where the bingo came in. I never
2: played bingo until Sarah got me into it. And it's super fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> I love it. And I get that, I never bingo.
0: I'm sorry. And if you've played bingo on other cruise lines, like, it's fine. It's But it's it's way more fun on Disney Cruise Line. The hosts are so great.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, what do you mean you've never won? Haven't you won, like, a hat or something? No, I, mean,
1: I never win anything. It makes you me don't, very
2: angry, but I keep playing. Well, see, when, every time we go, they're like, if you come the next time and you say the secret word, you can get a free hat.
0: Or right, or a free like keychain, or a yeah. free whatever, Yeah.
2: I mean, it's yeah. stuff that I do not care about whatsoever, but hey, I won it because I showed up and I paid my $75. <laughs>
1: <and> <laughs> I'm going to get
2: my hat.
0: Don't you worry. I have a bingo budget. <laughs> it will be bingo.
1: <laughs> i love it no oh, they didn't count let you know if they if
2: we see big go
0: there um, better be big or i'm going to be very. if i don't get beyonce i'm going to be mad
1: you get the contact that what is it the the survey at the end of the cruise and you tell them how upset you are that there is oh no yes
0: i will have words <laughs> <laughs>
1: And now, now,
0: you know, other things that, you know, we've done on previous cruises have been like family game shows and trivia. And I'm assuming all of those things are still present as
1: well. Oh, yes, of course they are. You know, they have Wish Quest, which is, you know, the the little mini scavenger hunt. They have family and adult ones in the night. Doesn't mean the adult one is, is risque. It's just later at night type of thing. Um, they it's still a Disney up- ship. <laughs> exactly. We're not getting the, you know we're not doing anything dangerous here, but it's it's later at night. They have, you know, karaoke, they have the trivia. Um, again, there was probably a lot less of that entertainment on my ship because everybody was there to work versus be on vacation. So I'm sure you'll see a lot more than what I did, but all of that stuff that we love about Disney cruise was represented at least a tiny bit on my sailing. Um, but I will say even just the tiny amount that was there, three days was not enough to do this all. You, you got to go for at least the four day cruise. You yeah. have to. Please mm-hmm. don't book yourself on the three day cruise. You're going to be very disappointed because um, the ship is a lot of fun. Oh, the one thing, and in fact, I don't even know if they have it working yet, um, but they did not have it ready on my cruise, which is the shipwide scavenger hunt, kind of like they have the the Muppets one. Mm -hmm. On the Fantasy, they also have one of those on the Wish. And it's supposed to be really, really cool. And I got to see some of the areas that are involved in it. But again, it wasn't working. So I didn't get to play it. And I'm so disappointed because it looked like it was going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, is there anything that we're forgetting? I'm sure there's probably a lot that we're forgetting. But I am also forgetting it at this moment. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. We'll come back to that. Maybe <laughs> I think we've covered, I think we've covered all the major
0: bases unless you think of anything else. Um, all right. So that does it for episode four of the Disney park princess podcast. Uh, that concludes as far as I know, the coverage of the Disney wish. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think we've covered everything, but if you have specific questions about the Disney wish or Disney cruise line in general, you can always reach us at info at We do listener Q and a, episodes periodically they are our favorite episodes to record so you can always email us your questions and we'll answer them on an upcoming podcast coming up next uh, our patreon extra is going to be sort of a pop culture mashup um charla has a movie that she wants to talk about um <clears throat> So we're going to be getting into that. Uh, If you are not a Patreon member, that is how we support this podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. Don't forget to visit our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com to check out all of our blog posts and all of our information. Uh, Heather's wrote an article on her top five secret tips to make the most out of your Disney Wish cruise. So be sure to check that out as well. Uh, And coming up next week. On episode five, we're going to be getting into the VIP tours that Heather and Sharla both did. We're comparing and contrasting what is a VIP tour like at Disneyland versus Walt Disney World and what exactly did they get to do on their tours so you can figure out whether or not it would be worth it for your family. It's a big price tag, but you get a lot of bang for your buck, so stay tuned. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.